So if love can be rationally controlled, that suggests that we might have reasons for loving one person rather than another. Does that imply that there can be good or bad reasons for loving someone? Can love ever be unjustified? Well, love can be unjustified in a very simple way if it rests on a mistake. If you love someone because you think that this person is going to make you rich and famous, and in fact they don't succeed in doing that, then you've just made a mistake. But of course, a lot of us would say, well, that's not really love. There can be reasons which are bad reasons for loving in other ways, and more interesting ways, perhaps. For example, Yeats wrote a poem about Anne Gregory in which he said that the reason why men fell in love with her was because of her yellow hair. Now, just to love someone because she has yellow hair or he has yellow hair, that doesn't seem a very good reason for loving someone. It seems more like an obsession or a fetish, perhaps, with one particular aspect of that person. And there is this interesting question about how your reasons for loving someone, not something about someone, but someone, can relate to the, the somethings about them, the qualities that they have. Well, of course, there have been a number of different views that philosophers have had about that, about the relationship between loving someone and valuing their qualities. I think in the symposium, Plato presents a picture of love as being justified by the good qualities of the person that's loved, by their beauty and their goodness. Is that a view that you agree with? Basically, no. And I think we should consider the possibility that it's not Plato's own view, because Plato reports Socrates reporting Diotima giving this view. And the view is put in question by the way Plato himself constantly talks about love as a relation between individuals like Socrates and Alcibiades. But the view that Diotima puts is that all you can ever love, all it's possible to love, at least if you're rational, is generalised qualities like goodness of character, nobility, beauty of manners, things like that, the kind of things that might be platonic forms. And I wonder very much whether we can love such abstract universals as that, and I rather doubt Plato seriously thinks that we can love in that way at all. There's some rather obvious counterexamples to the claim as well. I don't know how, for example, Plato might explain a parent's love for a newborn baby, because even the fondest parent might not think that their newborn baby is blessed with goodness of character or beauty of manners, for example. And it doesn't seem to be the baby's qualities that sustain the parent's love. Exactly so. It seems like in loving a baby, we're loving this particular individual. And I'm, I'm pointing as I say that, because there's one individual that we love, and it has to be that individual. It's not sufficient to think, oh, there are just these qualities and it's these qualities that I love wherever they come up. Parents simply don't love in that manner. And I think Plato in the Symposium is implicitly raising this question himself. He's not blind to the problem about how it could be that we could love something abstract and universal, when in fact most of the time what we actually seem to love always seems to be something incarnate, some particular case of these qualities, however good the qualities in themselves may be. They have to find a home somewhere. This is an Open University podcast. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash arts forward slash philosophy.